This is Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health, your home for common sense science-based health care. Here's your host, Dr. T.J. Williams. Hey, and welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. T.J. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hi. And, uh, yeah, we've had a, a lot of messages lately. Uh, several of you are, have been asking, uh, are you guys doing any new shows? And yeah, well, not just lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been for a while. And, uh, yeah, we are. Um, we, we've, we've kind of been on a little hiatus. Um, we've been on a hiatus because we decided that we were going to take some serious time off after the birth of our daughter. And so that's what we did. And we just thought, well, we were going to take a year and we – We've had so many things go on between in this in this time in this year that we decided we would come back a little early and start this whole thing back up again. Um, you know, it's one of those where we're we're in a it's weird times, and it's now more than ever it's super important to be healthy. And we've had lots and lots of questions, uh, lots of emails, lots of DMs on our socials and such of people just wanting more information about what we do, why we do what we do, et cetera. And so we just wanted to spend a little time talking about that. Right. I think there's so much misinformation out there about, I mean, there's so much fear going on around this whole pandemic. And now as things start to open up, people are really scared. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? What can I do to best protect my family? Um, is it a big deal at all? Like, right. do I even need to be worried about it? Is this just being silly? Like, what are our thoughts on it? So we thought, all right, well, let's talk about what, you know, what our recommendations are. And then, um, you know, and I, spoiler, it, our biggest recommendation is get yourself healthy. So we're just going to kind of talk about <laughs> Spoiler that. alert. We're going to talk about how to get yourself healthy. I love it. No, it's it's very true. So many of our, so many of our clientele, they're they came in and asked the same question over and over again. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think? I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts about it. Really, in all honesty, it it's a thing. It became a thing. It became a thing because the media talked about it all day, every day, day in, day out. That's all we heard. We had special commissions, special things. Like, okay, fine. Well, what if we did this for heart disease? Right. Well, and that's been one of our big, you know, what if we talked about this with cancer or heart disease or obesity or, yeah. you know, diabetes? So many of these things that we know are killing way more people. And that's not to say this wasn't scary. I mean, I get it that we don't have we, you know, and we don't have all the information now. We certainly didn't at the beginning of this. Right. 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 So and I mean, we, and I'm not going to pretend to know all the information. Like, right. Even the experts have really no idea. They've, they figured out and we're trying, you know, figuring things out as they went, trying different things, different therapies, different, different uh, ways of prevention. And like no one knew we were, we're humans. We were doing the best that we could. And I, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know. I'm going to sit here and say, let's apply all of the the stuff that we've we've done and and how strong and and how much information has been thrown at this let's apply that to these other conditions that like you said are way killing way more people every year right um, and your best defense is always going to be, you know, having a healthy immune system that we've had a few people, you know, contact us and say until there's actually a vaccine available is it just wiser for us to quarantine as, you know, basically stay quarantined? And our answer to that is definitely no. No. 
Um, it just, it, that doesn't make sense. Um, for one thing, I mean, to be completely honest, it's scary that they're fast-tracking this and that there is not going to be any long-term information on the effects of whatever vaccine is out there. Now, am I saying don't get the vaccine? No, that's a personal decision. But it does worry me because even if the studies come back and show that there were no adverse reactions, which so far, which the ones that have been tested have not shown that. They have shown adverse reactions, significant adverse reactions. But the fact that they may come back at some point and say, hey, we don't show that there's any adverse effects of getting the vaccine and it, you know, prevents you from getting coronavirus. We know that's not long term. We know that they haven't tested any sort of long term effects. So it's just um, that's scary. And I don't think that that's reasonable to think that until a vaccine, you know, a vaccine is available, you need to stay inside. Um, Well, and humans build we build our immune system through exposure. Like, I'm not saying go out and lick door handles, but I'm saying don't be afraid to go out and, like, do stuff, right? right. Get yourself exposed. That's how we become immune to chicken But are you saying that pox. people should get go out and get exposed to coronavirus? No, I'm just saying go out and be exposed to the world. Yeah, in you know, general? In general. Okay, just so what out. do you think about masks? Uh, I don't have much of, uh, much of an opinion on masks. Are they, will they work and are they helpful? Maybe. But I've seen entirely too many people with the mask not covering their nose, pulled down under their chin. I mean, I literally walked through Target today, and four workers, four employees at Target did not have their mask on. They had it on, looped over their ears, but it was down on their chin. They were either talking to a customer or they were drinking or eating something. Three of them were were drinking or eating something, and one of them was talking to a customer. So the the idea that these masks are working, that's not... That's not what this is intended for, right? And what just, is intended for? That's the masks are there. You're supposed to be wearing them at all times, right? You can't just take it down whenever you want or because you you feel okay. And I and what's funny is I I saw a patron walking around without a mask on. How they got in the building, I have no idea, um, because there's signs to enter this building. You have to have a mask on, and it was it was maybe five minutes. And there was a little service announcement that came over the over the loudspeakers reminding everyone that you need to be wearing a mask. Like, I don't know if it was coincidence. Like, I've been in Target a bunch since this whole thing started because I do the shopping in our household. I've been there a lot. And not one time have I heard that. And But I've never really paid attention to people wearing the masks to the degree that I was today because I literally was... 20 feet inside the store when I saw that workers did not have their masks on. Right. And so that whole thing made me like, I was started to realize I started to pay attention what was right in front of me. And then I saw a person. And then five minutes later, I see, I hear a, an announcement. I mean, but I hadn't heard that announcement up until today. Yeah. So I don't know. I, if worn correctly, maybe they help. Right. And well, and I mean, they're not hurting anything. That's no, my whole thing. And, you know, we've talked about this a lot. And our recommendation is always when people ask is it's not a big deal to wear it. No. So why not? Um, and I, I think that's really how we view it. Is it 100 percent protection? No. no. And I mean, you shouldn't look at it that way. Um, but it's also a fact that it's not likely, depending on where you live, of course, but even, you know, anywhere really at this time it's not i wouldn't say it's likely that you're coming into contact with it it's always a chance though right Right. i mean that's the thing like you know i mean we don't know and so there's no harm in wearing a mask and so it you know 
our recommendation is, I mean, because we've gotten so many questions, is to wear it. But just know with not 100% protection that, you know, you're not going, the virus isn't going to enter your mouth or nose, but also it can enter through your eyes, right? I mean, viruses mm-hmm. generally can. So, I mean, you're not 100% protected. Um, it's just more, it's, you know, I mean, you're breathing through your mouth and nose. So it makes more sense that you would be more susceptible through your mouth and nose. But I mean, none of this is 100%. Right. That's one of those things I, I, I point out to people. Babies inherently, like adults, when our eye itches, we take our fingertip and we stick our fingertip in our eye and we scratch it. We do whatever. We move things around, blah, blah, blah. But babies by instinct, do not do that. They use the back of their hand every time. You watch them. If they get anything in their eye, they rub their eyes with the back of their hand. They don't typically stick their fingertips in their eyeball. That's just an instinct that's born into them. They don't know any different. They just know my eye itches, and they rub their eyes with the back of their hand. It's just pay attention. If you, Those of you that have little kids, Check it out. I don't know at what age they stopped doing that, but I know that both of ours, we have a two-year-old and a 10-month-old. She's 10 months, yeah. Ten, I can't count the months. Uh, two-year-old and a 10-month-old, and they both still do it. So our two-year-old still does it. Our 10-month-old, that's what she does. So it, it's just things that I point out that are you know obvious to me, but not everyone may realize that or, or understand that. So another another thing that... that people ask a ton is well what can we do what else can we do since we've you know had you know as we're trying to get healthy and the the first thing i tell everyone is exercise get off of your keister and exercise just because you're supposed to be at home and now the restrictions are easing and you're you can get out like literally i've seen more people exercising than i've ever seen in my entire life i've seen more people on bicycles more people walking we have a park not very far from our house and it's got this huge like mile mile and a half trail that goes around it there are more people on that now than i've ever seen before and this is maybe one of the best biggest benefits that this whole thing has created is people actually getting out and walking because they don't have anything else to do they've been stuck at home they're like i want out do you want to know what my recommendation is oh yes (laughs) (laughs) buckle up because it's not the same (laughs) um i mean my starting point would first of all it depends on how much you want to jump in on this right like i think the easiest thing to do is start taking vitamins d start taking colostrum um those are two things that'll benefit your immune system hugely um, and it's not a big commitment, right? I mean, it's super easy to do. True. Um, and the next thing I would say is start watching what you eat and focusing on eating a whole food diet. Um, you know, I mean, it's great if you exercise, but what you put into your body three or more times a day is definitely having an impact on your health. Um, that's why we are so focused on food sensitivity tests because you need to make sure what you're sensitive to, but really watch what you're eating. And if that seems too daunting, Focus first on breakfast. That's what I always say. Just try to eat a healthy breakfast because it starts your day off right. You get in, you can kind of get that momentum going and committing to one good meal is easier than looking at the whole day ahead and thinking I'm not going to eat anything bad for me. Look at Aaron coming out of the gate swinging. Because I think people are probably listening most for my medical advice. Yeah. <laughs> There's one it. thing I contribute most to the show. It's, it's my it's all the medical advice. Yep, medical knowledge. I love it. Hey, we got to take a break. Um, when we come back, we're going to continue um, talking about this topic. This is, a, this is a great topic. We've got more questions to answer. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Thank you.
You're listening to Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health. For more information, visit them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com or by phone 314-293-8123. You're listening to Wellness 101. And welcome back, everyone. Um, before the break, we were talking about Aaron was dropping all this medical knowledge on uh, on on supplements. I I said that one of the biggest things you can do is exercise, and I still believe that. I still think that it's extremely important to exercise. I think not enough people move their bodies in a day. But she had ventured off into the into the supplement world, and she had brought up a couple of them um, out of the out of the trenches being vitamin C and colostrum powder and she's right those those two things are extremely important colostrum powder helps to modulate your immune system um, really gives you things that are important for uh, a proper immune health but also vitamin C I mean humans we don't make vitamin C and so we need to get as much vitamin C from our diet or supplements as we can and most of us don't eat enough fruit or vitamin C containing foods to get what we really actually need in a day. Right. And I think that there are a couple of points I want to make with this. First of all, it's interesting that, you know, I mean, humans don't make vitamin C. That's why it's important to supplement. We've talked about this before um, with our puppies who have both have to had have had to have minor surgery at different points and they heal so fast right they heal so fast and they don't have scars and um anyone who has a dog that's gone through that probably knows what i'm talking about and that's because they manufacture their own vitamin c or at least that's a big part of it right um and so they don't need to supplement and humans are not made with that and so especially if you're going through something you know i mean some medical trauma of some sort i mean it's hugely important but for your immune system in general vitamin c is extremely imperative to have in your system and the type and quality of vitamin c is very important too do you want to touch on that um yeah i can so the the type of vitamin c matters um we typically recommend liposomal forms of vitamin c i'm a huge proponent of liposomal it's uh, it's more easily absorbed it's liquid in nature um we we give our kids liposomal vitamin C and people ask what are you doing during this whole time or what do you do for your kids my my kids at two and and ten months my son takes four grams of vitamin C a day my daughter takes three grams of vitamin C liposomal vitamin C I put it in a little syringe draw it up and they come over and drink right out of it just like they're drinking out of a bottle and they I mean my son Lincoln he'll go to the fridge open the fridge and try to get the vitamin C out. He will grab it and bring it to us and say, vitamin C, it's not hard to get them to take it. Um, but that's the ideally what I recommend is liposomal vitamin C. Um, some people, they don't tolerate liposomal vitamin C. Um, you know, some people don't tolerate certain things. Um, but for that, I typically recommend you know, some other form of vitamin C. There's buffered forms of vitamin C out there. There's just straight ascorbic acid. I tend to lead toward the straight ascorbic acid if you don't have any kind of digestive issues that, that, uh, that ascorbic acid may irritate. But getting multiple grams in per day is 
typically what we recommend. Right. And it's important to, I mean, you can always call our office or email us and we can give you recommendations specifically, but, um, it's important that you know, uh, that you're going through a quality manufacturer. Um, you know, we have a line that we, you know, have in our office that we recommend because we are involved in the manufacturing process. We know that it was manufactured to the highest quality. And the reason that we started that is because you don't know. A lot of these companies are really big because they have a big, you know, marketing budget or they're, you know, a lot of them are owned by pharmaceutical companies or they have a huge social media following and they've done, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the highest quality. And it's hard to know that the problem is that all of the companies tout their manufacturing abilities, you know, and the fact that they are the absolute highest quality and they're FDA, you know, certified or whatever, FDA certification does not, if we did the baseline of what the FDA requires, it would still not be very high quality. There's just not that much required to get that certification. I'm just saying, um, you know, you have to go way beyond what they are requiring you to do to have a high quality supplement. And you have to really know what you're doing as far as a supplement. So we spent a lot of time formulating these and making sure that they were the way that we wanted them to be so that people would have the least amount of digestive issues, side effects that can come along with vitamin C and the highest, um, amount getting into their system so they can act their body can actually utilize it yeah and you know we're not saying that we're the only ones out there by any means however you've got if whatever you're taking know where it's coming from and you know know a little bit more about it um that's it's very important to know where these things are coming from and who's manufacturing and, and things like that it's it's just it's like anything, you want to know as much about whatever you're consuming as you possibly can. So shifting gears a little bit, um, do you have anything else to add in the, in the, in supplement the vitamin realm? C? I thought we were you going to talk about colostrum a little. Um, I, yeah, sure. I can. So colostrum powder, it modulates the immune system. Not all colostrum powder is created equal. Absolutely not. That's one of the reasons I just want to throw that in that. This is one of the reasons why we started our own supplement line was because of the poor quality of certain colostrum powders and we couldn't know how it was manufactured. So there was no way we were going to recommend something unless we knew exactly what the manufacturing process was. So the biggest thing to understand when, when it comes to colostrum powder, so when a cow gives birth or any mammal gives birth, the first milk that comes in is colostrum. Right. Any mother knows this. Any mother. If you've Uh, been, if you've had a child and you've breastfed it all, like you know this. Every, every mother knows this. Well, with, with colostrum powder, almost all of it on the market is is cow. It's bovine, and so what what the USDA did is they put regulations on this. They're like, well, what at what point do we no longer call this colostrum? And it's colostrum for five days, right? So as soon as birth happens for the next five days, whatever comes out of the cow is considered colostrum. Well, it's extremely important if, for your colostrum product to be a first 24-hour milking colostrum. There are way more immune uh, beneficial uh, compounds and products, specifically IgG, immunoglobulin G. There's a higher, in that at a higher concentration in the first 24 hours than after that. And so we know that our products contain first 24-hour milking stuff. And actually, we know that our products come in the first 18 hours. Um, And that's extremely important because the 
all of the beneficial things in there, like the IgGs that are in there and the proline-rich polypeptides that are in there, significantly drop off and go back almost to baseline by the time you get to day three. The vast majority of colostrum products on the market are day three, four, or five right. colostrum. And that makes a big difference because you're not you're no longer standardized to 40-ish percent of immunoglobulin G in the product. And once you're not at that level, you're basically throwing your money away. Um, you might as well be drinking milk. Well, and the thing is, I mean, a couple of things I want to point out with this is that we know that products, I mean, the where we have ours manufactured because we don't obviously own all of these cows and we have gone through a manufacturer to um to figure this out and you know, that was a big deal to us that was at the be- very beginning and they were like oh okay no one else has really cared about this but they are doing they are producing colostrum for other companies with the older colostrum yeah the day three four or five stuff right and so we negotiated we need it within the first 18 hours and so there are times we've seen um, some products that are slightly cheaper than ours, and we've thought, all right, well, that's how they're able to get it cheaper. But right. what's funny is most of them aren't. So they're just making a ton because we have to pay, you know, I mean, our manufacturing. We pay a premium for Right, is because, but we want it to work. We've got a lot of people in our office who have um, reduced immune systems or compromised immune systems, and they need that colostrum, and it isn't going to give them the benefit that we want them to have if it's the older colostrum. So I think that that's an important point to make is that just because it's, um, you know, don't go for it just because it's a little cheaper, but also you can't trust that if even, you know, just because it's more expensive that it's the best stuff because we know that that's not necessarily true either. And that just goes, we get so many questions um, through emails in, in our office of people who um, are asking about specific brands. You know, what do you think of this? I bought this brand. And the truth is that unless we know what their manufacturing process is, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's some. I, I don't even pretend to know. I tell people, look, I'm not I'm not here to learn about everybody else's brand. I, I know what this stuff is, and I know what this stuff can do, and I know how the, this stuff can be beneficial. I, you don't have to take it. You can go take whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at you. But I have no idea what you're taking. And you don't know. A lot of people, you know, want to show us the label and say, look at this label. Is this good? But unless you know the manufacturing process, you don't know. And I hope that that makes sense. It's just it's not like, okay, look at the label. Are these in good amounts? Well, okay, what form is it? Like, what's their manufacturing process? What are their quality standards? Because all of that matters. Vitamin C does not equal vitamin C. Like, it's they're very different. And so you get what you pay for. We can at times tell people if you paid seven dollars for this <laughs> it is time you if you're buying if you're buying fish oils at the store and you're paying seven dollars for a thousand of them you are getting terrible terrible yeah. quality not only are you not getting vitamin c but you're also getting a ton of fillers right. so it's not a good idea i mean so yeah in that circumstance we can give you an answer but in general we just don't know and that was the frustration on our part like i said that's why we started the supplement company because we couldn't get the information even as practitioner and, and most people don't realize we just started that before we opened the clinic right this happened before we knew about the nutritional aspect long before we ever got the bright idea to open this clinic right well and that was just talking to other doctors who were having a problem you know when they you know i mean tj has taught for you know functional medicine for a long time and so doctors would call him with questions say i'm not getting the results and we knew that what they were recommending was a good recommendation so clearly it was a problem with 
the actual supplement. And then that was frustrating. So we're like, we saw that there was a need for it out there. And, um, and so we're like, you know what, we're just going to do it ourselves. So we did. And on that note, we've got to take another break. Uh, when we come back, we're just going to continue on with this discussion. You're listening to Wellness 101. You're listening to Wellness 101. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just tuning in today, we've been talking. We talked a little bit about the fact that we were on hiatus and why we were and why we're back. And now we're talking about the importance of immune function. And we've talked about supplements and how, how beneficial supplements are for building an immune system. And right before the break, we were talking about um, colostrum powder for and, and the fact that, you know, we colostrum powder it's important to know where your colostrum powder comes from it's important to know that you're you know you're ha- you have a first day milking of colostrum powder and if you missed it go back and listen to the previous section because we explained why that's why that's important so we were, we were talking at break and we kind of want to discuss why it's important to keep your immune system as healthy as possible and, to, and, and uh, you know in a nutshell, stay as healthy as possible so you can overcome, you know, exposures to viruses and bacteria and stuff. Right. I think that a lot of people are hooked on this because this is what we hear on the news, right? That we need a vaccine. We need a medication. Like, what is it that's going to fix us? But the truth of the matter is, you know, you're best defense is a strong immune system and that's something you can work on now like it's not going to be found from a pharmaceutical company it's going to be found in your own body well that that's exactly right and and there for a while they focused a lot on talking about having all of these people that were that were potentially carrying this virus but they were asymptomatic well an asymptomatic carrier that that's someone who's healthy that's someone whose immune system was strong enough to fight the the bug off to where they didn't exhibit any signs or symptoms that that's the point that's exactly what you want in your immune system you want this thing to function and fight stuff off you don't want to have to think oh my gosh i'm sick and then now you you activate your immune system after you've already come under attack you want your immune system fighting all the time right and i something i want to say about that is because a lot of people have said to us this is so scary because there are people that are extremely healthy who have had horrible um complications i'm so glad you brought this up go ahead so well um i mean we we've heard that a lot right and that's it was the unknown it was the fact that, okay, well, I could be really healthy and I could still end up in the hospital on life support. I could even die because we don't know who it's going to affect when and why. So th- that's, it's so important that you brought this up because this just... It's why I'm here. It, yes, I, among other reasons. Yeah, that and my medical advice. <laughs> yes, and all that medical advice. The, this, this concept that, you know, it's tragic that young people passed. I'm, I'm not downplaying that at all. It's, it's terrible, but... And the number. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. It really is. is. I mean, this is, and it's scary. It is. It's scary. The the thing is, to say that this person or that person, no matter what, 
is healthy, look at them, they're young and healthy. We tend to put young and healthy in the same sentence. Those are grouped together. Well, I'm here to tell you that that couldn't be further from the truth. And here's, here's a list of why. One, two-thirds of the population is overweight or obese. So that means two-thirds of young people are overweight or obese. Or, or obese. You cannot be healthy if you are overweight or obese. It is not possible. No one overweight or obese is healthy, period. And no one is he that is healthy is overweight or obese. I hope I'm making my point clear here. It's really, really important. Now, yeah, and that's certainly not to shame anybody. It's to educate. No, it's that's um, because right. I think that you know the the last thing we want is shame around that. But at the same time, we hear a lot of times from people like, "Yes, I'm carrying a lot of extra weight, but I'm healthy," and it's that means that the right tests haven't been done because you can't be healthy. Um, you know, I mean, the labs that your doctor ran may all seem normal. But what does that even mean? I mean, you know what? There are people who are going to pass away tomorrow who have normal labs according to their medical doctors today. Correct. Correct. And so, for instance, I, had a, I literally just met with a young man last week and his father. The first time is, on our initial visit, it was just the young man. He's a 24-year-old male. And he was, you know, he's, he's trying to tr figure out something different because the doctor that he, his, his doctor didn't want to do anything for him. He's like, you know what? Sorry. This guy was complaining of just being exhausted, not having any energy, not, you know, the whole list of things. Well, he got his doctor. He talked his doctor into running this, his testosterone. This kid's testosterone level is 200 and something, 224, 227, something like that. A testosterone of a, for a 24-year-old male should be 1,000 or more. It should be way higher than this. And his doctor was like, well, I'm not, I'm not really going to do anything about it. Didn't give him any advice didn't do right said to you were to too it. young to be supplementing with testosterone yep we can't give you testosterone yet because you're way too young so go on about your way didn't give him any advice nutritionally or diet wise or exercise wise to get his testosterone up so he comes to see us we figure this stuff out i start diving in i run some very extensive blood work and we find out that this kid has ridiculously raging heart disease he has a triglyceride level pushing 300 i mean this is and that's twice of what it should be more than twice almost it's basically 300 from optimal levels of what it should be two two times higher than what medical range says a triglyceride level should be this kid was a nightmare he had elevated liver enzymes he was a complete train wreck yet if someone were to look at this kid they would say oh look at him he's young and healthy no he's not he's young and sick and beyond sick, and you can't tell by looking at him. You have to investigate. You have to have lab work to identify what's going on. So my take on this is you don't know that someone is actually healthy unless they have blood work to prove that they're actually healthy because I prove to people over and over again that they're actually sicker than what they think. And this is, you know, that's true for people who come in who are like, uh, you know, professional athletes yes. and, you know, premier athletes, you know, um, and semi-professional who come in and seem like they are in the peak of their, you know, physical health and they're not. Um, and so just, you can just imagine what the average person, especially someone who's having symptoms, um, what we actually find. And the thing is, I mean, it's all fixable, right? I mean, like we find things that are fixable. And so we, um, it's a, that's why it's important to test. I mean, if there was nothing we could do about it, it would be a different story. But that's why if you haven't had the tests ran, 
you don't know. Right. And that's, I mean, we've talked about that a lot. The fact that, I mean, I have three autoimmune conditions. I am way healthier than most of the people walking around because I know that everything other than those autoimmune conditions I've cleaned up. So I don't have anything activating them. Overall, I'm very healthy. And so if you haven't had the test ran, you just don't know. And if you haven't seen a functional medicine doctor, you haven't had the test ran because conventional medicine does not do it. Well, that's that's so accurate. They don't do it. They, they may test some stuff, but they're not looking far deep enough. They will find it when it gets to, you know, a really dangerous point. Yeah, by the, by the time you're on your deathbed. Right. Then they'll find it. Yeah, they'll I mean, like, with oh. this boy, they would have, you know, that you're talking about, like, this young man would have been found in, like, 10 years or so right. when he was having a really big problem. Right, exactly. When, you know, right before he's 40 and he has a heart attack before he's 40 because yeah. his cholesterol's And he's got a wife disaster. and kids to worry about and everything else. I mean, yeah. um, you know, how often do you hear about people that, you know, are so healthy, they exercise every day, and then they drop dead from a heart attack, or they have, you know, some other major medical event. And they were, they were, newsflash, they were not healthy. Right. And that should be frustrating, to. I mean, you know, we don't say that to scare people. We, I mean, you should be frustrated with that, that the medical system isn't there. It just wasn't designed to make sure you're healthy. It's to keep you from dying. That's it. Yeah. So it's not that it doesn't have a purpose, because it does, but it doesn't serve the purpose that most people think it's serving right so that's that's why i think it's so important if, if you're wanting your immune system to operate at its highest at its peak performance your whole body has to operate at peak performance you can't just say oh well i want to quote boost my immune system by taking a little bit of zinc well yeah zinc helps but that's not the big picture what happens if your immune system's down because your thyroid's not working right, your adrenals are shot, your liver's unhappy, you know, everything is falling apart at the seams, you're going to be overall, you have to, you have to lift your whole self up, not just one, one thing, right? If all four tires are flat, you don't just fix one of them, right? You fix all four. And so we, we have to look at ourselves a little differently. That's why it's so important now more than ever that we work on getting healthier. We get out, we exercise, we make sure we're getting the, the nutrition in our bodies that we need. We do everything that we possibly can to optimize our overall health and well-being. That's how we survive a you know, crisis like what we just went through, or maybe still are going through, depending on who you talk to. Um, but that's, that's the importance of, of taking your health into your own hands. You have to be responsible for you. You can't rely on someone else to do it for you. Right. And we've talked about that a lot too, at the fact that it's, you know, we're not worried. A lot of these diseases people are terrified of getting, you know, I mean, like, and I'm talking diabetes and cancer and heart disease, you know, you don't have to be worried about it if you're taking care of your body because right. it's not up to chance as much as people think it is. It's not. It has to do with how healthy you are and how susceptible you are. All right, we got to take another break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this up, and uh, we're just going to continue the conversation of getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy. You're listening to Wellness 101. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 
if you're just tuning in, today we've been talking about, you know, just basically getting healthy and staying healthy and, you know, things that you can do to help your immune system. And, you know, we talked about our, our hiatus for the last few months uh, from, from the show. We had, a, we had a good reason. She's, you know, growing like a weed right now, so uh, good for her. Um, but, you know, just to kind of slowly wind this, this whole thing down, I can't believe the show's almost over already. It, it's so important, and I said this right before the break, it's so important for us to really take responsibility for our own health, for our own well-being. No one out there is going to look out for you like you, period. Cut and dried, it's as simple as that. No one is going to be like, oh, hey, Mary, looks like you're gaining a little weight there. No one is going to say that, right? No one is going to say, oh, hey, Mary, you know what? Did you make sure and take enough vitamin C today? Did you take a multivitamin today? Are your mitochondria working the way that they're supposed to? Hey, it looks like you're, you're, you, you may have a little bit of heart disease there. No one is doing that. You have to do that for you. You have to want to know. You have to, to work at it. Health is not something that's mysterious. Health is not something that just falls out of the sky and lands on us. Health is not something that just some people have and some people don't. It's a choice. You choose whether to be healthy or not. You know when you decide to open your mouth and shove cookies, cakes, candies, and pasta in there all day, every day, that you're not choosing the making the best choice. You but, know that. Right. And I've said this, I, I think, so many times on this show. But if that's all you want, that indicates a different problem, right? Because I have no desire. I mean, I do at certain times. Um, it's not that I eat a perfect diet because I think that it's important to, you know, not limit yourself if you do have a craving. But I very rarely do. And so if you're craving things often... Um, and I mean, we get so many people who are like every day, I would just eat, you know, bad food all day, every day, if I could, um, then that's an issue. And we get a lot of young people that say that, yes. and that indicates something's going on in your body that we need to fix because I mean, you can't white knuckle that for that long, you know, that's, that's very true. Um, I like what you said there about, you know, not craving these such sorts of things. And that's one thing that we see a lot as people get healthier, they'll make comments of, you know, I used to eat this and that every day. And I, I can't tell you the last time I've had that. I can't tell you the last time that I wanted this or whatever, you know, they were eating that they, they knew that they shouldn't be eating. Right. Aaron's right. If you're, if you're craving something that is not good for you, if every night you've got to have this or something else and Figure out why that is going on with you. Right. And a functional medicine practitioner can do that. And, But I also want to say you're not alone because no. we see so many people who are in that boat where they have ice cream every night or they have some chips every night or they've got, you know, they have something every night. Five, five pounds of chocolate. Right. Or alcohol. You know, oh, I mean. Alcohol is a huge, huge one. one. It just, um, and so something is going on that needs to be addressed physically. And, and, and with alcohol, it's, it's funny. That one most people don't realize that alcohol is a very highly refined sugar. Right. And so you will see, you, you can see this in, in someone's lab work. Like I can say, oh, you know what? 
you're either eating sugar or you're drinking lots of alcohol. And I almost always get this sheepish grin because I hit the nail on the head, and it's something that they didn't tell me in the initial visit. They may not say, hey, you know what, I have six beers a night or I have, you know, five bottles of, of vodka a week or whatever it is, right? They just say, you know, yeah, occasionally, and everyone downplays what they drink when they're talking to me initially, and then their blood work comes back, and I'm like, whoa, this is off, and this is this is what's happening. And to me, either this is going on or that's going on, and we get the sheepish grin, and I know that I hit the nail on the head. And then they start talking about, you know, I know that I shouldn't be doing this. How can you help? How? What can I do? And that's where it's it's literally you get the entire person healthy, and those cravings, those desires, those you know, those those bad habits start to just they just go away. Right. And I think an important point to make is so often with alcohol, we think that people are after the effect, right? And they may like the effect of alcohol, but a lot of times it's not the effect they're after. And, um, you know, or they may eventually, you know, get so used to the effect that they are start looking for that. But it's a physiological craving generally that initiates people drinking so much um you know it's and it can happen for different reasons but we a lot of times see people who it's the craving for the alcohol is not due to actually wanting to get drunk it's uh, it's a physiological phenomenon that we can address yep the, the same could be said for for people that they have to have a dessert after a meal right. i can't tell you how many people they're like, oh no, I have to have dessert every every meal. And when I when we talk about their diet and and things, and I'm like, well, this is going to have to change. Like, oh no, that can't change. I have to have that. Like, I know that we're dealing with something very serious at that point because something is driving that need physiologically. Right. And so now we have to we have to help them fix that problem. And that's you know that's a huge benefit that you know we see through what we do is that people, you know, get rid of those habits that are causing so much shame because a lot of people, like you said, don't bring it up when we first talk to them because they're ashamed of what they're doing because we're told that you're a bad person when in reality it's a physiological thing that's going on. Right. And you said you said just a couple of minutes ago also that I want to touch on before we we have to wrap this up. You said, I don't always eat a perfect diet. I don't either. It's I, but at the same time, I already I know what my levels are and I know what my blood looks like. I know what this stuff I know what's going on with me. It's okay. Trust me, if you saw my blood work or saw Aaron's blood work, you'd be like, "All right. Yeah, no, they're they're super healthy." So it's fine if we if we decide that we want to have a whatever once in a great while. We don't do it every single day. A lot of times we regret it. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to lie. No. A lot of times afterwards I'm like, "Oh, that was not a good idea." But um but if you go long enough and you don't eat something bad for you, you're kind of like, "Oh, I can do it and I'm fine and it sounds really good." And then, yeah. Um but also you saying that we don't eat perfect diets, where that's where we were talking earlier about the fact that supplements can be really important and I wanted yes. to bring it up because I don't think we talked about this before that um the supplement line that we were uh that we are now, you know, that we've had that we um that we offer through our office that we are very proud of um, the manufacturing process and everything we talked about earlier is uh, it's called optimal nutraceuticals and um, you can look it up at, at optimalforlife.com and four is F O R it's spelled out optimal for life. If you are interested, I just wanted to throw that out there because we hadn't given the information. Right. 
So, well, good good for you for throwing that out there. It didn't even dawn on me that we didn't talk about it. It's just, it, obviously, it's part of our natural Right, existence. and everybody who sees us in the office knows that, um, right. you know. But, but also, like, you were, I was going to go somewhere. I thought you were going somewhere else with, with the supplements. Like, I take a pile of things every single day. Every day I'm taking tons of supplements. And I do that because I'm trying to be the healthiest that I can be. And, you know, if you go to a functional medicine doctor, they can help you figure out what's going on with you too and get you on the right path. So that's about all the time we have for today. Um, we had the, it, went, it flew by very fast. Um, but if you want more information, uh, please visit our website, inhstl.com. Uh, follow us on all of our socials at INHSTL. Uh, you could call us, 314-293-8123. Uh, shoot us an email. Shoot us a DM. We try to get back to as many people as we can. We know that some of you out there listen to us and have asked us to help you find practitioners in your area, and we will do that. Um, I've done that I, countless times, so don't feel bad for, for asking. But that's the time for today. For Aaron, I'm Dr. TJ. This has been Wellness 101. Thanks for listening. Thank you.